Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Reading from my book, The Son of God Was Here With Me and On Earth, uh, I start at page 28. In the beginning was the word. There were predictions, promises, and expectations. There was a call to come and help. There was a mysterious no man who has been identified. There was an inscription which said, to the unknown God, the only wise God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. There was an intense examination into the man, Tommy L. Hart, and his acts. There was a portrait of him that looked just like the image of God. There was a multitude of questions and commandments. Truth was put on display, and then there was Plato's involvement. 1 John 5, verse 20 says, The Son of God hath come. That part is fulfilled, and hath given us an understanding. That part is fulfilled, that we may know him that is true. That is also fulfilled. Mr. Hart has come, come forth. He has given an understanding of the Father and the Son that the people may know him that is real. Mr. Hart, as God the Son, is not God the Creator, but God the Fulfiller. The work of the Son and Fulfiller of the Father's will has given great believability, credibility, clarity to the King King James Bible in the things concerning God. The Son has done the things his predecessor and Father has said he will do when he, the Son, comes. There is no greater proof of the actual presence of God the Son on earth with men than those things Mr. Hart has done. So much has been accomplished by the Son of God. First and most important of his accomplishments is the fact that the Son has indeed come and come forth. Mr. Hart fills the bill for the Son of God. This is profound beyond all comprehension. Mr. Hart heard the King James Bible's salutation 
to the unknown God, the only wise God, and responded appropriate uh, emphasis on the word heard. Genesis 4:23, saying to him, Hear my voice. And he, Mr. Hart, listened and acted accordingly. Many people read, but how many actually hear? The father says to the son, Isaiah 25, verse 1, Thou hast done wonderful things. Mr. Hart has answered by his presence, Matthew 11, verse 3, question, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? These King James Bible things. Who is God? Who is Lord all caps? Whom do ye say that I am? He has put an end to the mystery of God. In Proverbs 2, verse 5, Mr. Hart is commanded to find the knowledge of God. That Mr. Hart has found the knowledge of God, clarified and presented it, is evident. Those are come. Those are some of the things Mr. Hart has accomplished. King James Bible is proved to be not a book of empty words and senseless predictions, but a book of great precision and truth in things pertaining to God. That should evoke a big wow. John nine twenty four says, "Give God." the Father speaking of the Son, the praise. Thus, we have experienced what I call the Plato or Platonic reality. Overall, with respect to the Son, what Plato said would happen in reality did happen with the greatest of precision. 33 verse 9, He the Lord spake and it was done. In his apology, Plato says, I give you reality. The Son of God is reality. Mr. Hart, in the role of the Son of God, is reality. In the King James Bible, the great icon Plato calls himself Lord, all caps, God calls his successor, Lord, written with a capital L, lowercase O-R-D, Lord God, Lord being written with a capital L, O-R-D, God, no man, master, son, and son of God, who is the fulfiller of the Father's will. I call your attention to the portrait. Remember the word picture? The Son of God has fulfilled each and every statement constituting the word picture, and that performance is unique to the Son. The force of what is being said here. One man by himself and himself alone has actually done those things constituting the word picture, and he did those things without prior knowledge of the King James Bible saying, do them. That is amazing. How can a person 
having no prior knowledge of the matter, accomplished such acts. The King James Bible asks the question, how does God know? Surely the Son has done that which no other has, and he has done the things the Father has commanded him to do. That I read earlier, come, uh, given in this book, the Son of God has done them. Mr. Hart has performed them. All these things concerning the Father and the Son have been answered by Mr. Hart. Judges 13, verse 17 asks, What is thy name? John 1, 19, Who art thou? John 21, verse 2, Who art thou? These questions are addressed to the Son, and they come from the Father. Acts 19.15, who are ye? Acts 9.5, who art thou, Lord? 3 verse 9, who art thou? Exodus 5.2, who is Lord all caps? 1 Chronicle 29.14, who am I? Mark 8.29, whom say ye that I am? 2 Samuel 7 verse 18, who am I? Psalm 18, verse 31, who is God? John 18, 34, saith thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell you this concerning me? 1 Kings 8, 27, will God indeed dwell on the earth? Chronicles 6, 18, will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Joshua and 1, Joshua 1, verse 9, have not I commanded thee? John 2, verse 4, what have I to do with thee? Acts eight thirty, understandest thou what thou readest? Matthew eleven three, art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Proverbs 30, verse 4, and what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? John eight nineteen, where is thy father? Genesis fourteen, what hast thou done? Job eleven verse seven, canst thou by searching find out God? One verse eight, and of what people art thou? And Psalm forty two verse three, where is thy God? Mr. Hart has answered all those questions. And uh, for more details on any of these matters that this book speaks of, you can go to Lawmaster Archive, Blog Talk Radio, Lawmaster Archive. All right. Now, pause here for this announcement. I've asked you to follow me on Twitter. I've asked you to Always make Lawmaster Archive your dwelling place. And I've asked you to uh, go to Amazon Bookstore and order from my great list of books there. There you will find uh, my books, many of my books having to do with uh, the matter of the relationship between those dialogues and King James Bible content. That's a great finding. 
of the Son of God. He found that there is a close, strong, and visible relationship between the matter constituting Plato's dialogues and the matter constituting King James Bible content, a close, strong, and visible relationship. So, also, among my books, you will find a book uh, having to do with the ABCs of Bible Rhyme. All of these are good books. The ABCs of King James Bible Rhymes. Uh, And, of course, you will also find this book, The Son of God Was Here With Men on Earth. And I urge you, I urge you to go to to go to Amazon bookstore and order from my great list of books there. All in all, this thirty that I have uh, at Amazon dot dot com, and from which you can purchase. Uh, the Bible itself says, "Buy the truth, purchase the truth." Who will do that? Who will purchase the truth? And according to King James Bible content, the responsibility of bringing truth to light rests on the Son of God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. The Lord gives wisdom. If any man likes, and uh, in law master archive, you will find much information, much information. Uh, actually, it's a track of my life, that information there at uh, Longmaster Archive. Uh, it tells the things that I, Tommy L. Hart, have done. And speaking biblically, it tells the things that the Son of God found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. Uh, it tells the things he has done. Uh, it's actually a biography uh, of the man Tommy L. Hart. In Lawmaster Archive, you will find an actual uh, biography of the Son of God who is found to be the man Tommy L. Hart. The King James Bible has the biography of the Son of God in itself. The Bible, the King James Bible, gives the biography of the Son of God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. Those who have and will have a King James Bible, I will have you to know that that Bible speaks uh, intensely and it speaks uh, very much of the man, Tommy L. Hart. Although you will not find the name Tommy L. Hart in the King James Bible, much of that matter has to do with the man Tommy L. Hart. Also, that is what this book of mine deals with. The Son of God was here with men on earth. It gives the Bible's biography, if you will, of the Son of God who is found to be the man Tommy L. Hart. Now, these are great acts 
These are great things. Men may pay little, little or no attention, but that does not change the fact of the matter that these things Mr. Hart has done are historic. They are historic things. Uh, the coming of the Son of God, that's historic. Nothing can be greater than that. The Son of God on earth with men. Remember the question? It was actually two of them, but they both say the same thing. Will God in very deed dwell with men on earth? <laughs> that has come to pass. We know the truth of the question now. It has, yes. The answer is an overwhelming yes. Uh, an enthusiastic coalesce. Uh, 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 yes, that is, and and enthusiastic. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm having trouble saying it. Nevertheless, it's true. Um, yes, God at this time, this time, God the Son is dwelling with men on earth. So many Bible questions have been answered by the man Tommy L. Hart. So many commandments, Bible commandments, have been performed and fulfilled by the man, Tommy L. Hart, uh, it's just so much. And as we're getting into now in the reading, uh, the portrait of the Son of God found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. The Bible gives a good, clear, lucid portrait of the man, Tommy L. Hart. Okay? And so does this book. So the Bible gives actually two things. It gives a portrait of the man, Tommy L. Hart, and it gives a biography of the man, Tommy L. Hart. That's the work of the King James Bible. That's what it does. Okay? And to mention the fact that so many people use the Bible, preach from the Bible, uh, have the Bible in their homes. Um, I mean, it's just question. Why shouldn't men... Uh, honor the Son of God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. Why shouldn't they? Okay? But that's my announcement. All right? Let's get back to reading. Here we we come to, in the book, Son Makes Major Discovery. Continue reading. Plato is the chief speaker in the King James Bible. Mr. Hart has said, Plato is all over your King James Bible. The works, dialogues of Plato are addressed in the King James Bible. <clears throat> With regard to the dialogues and King James Bible content, the analysis shows these things are true. One, the two King James Bible and Plato's comp, uh, dialogues complement one another. Two, they share the same nature, Plato's dialogues, King James Bible content. Three, they share the same subject matter, Plato's dialogues, King James Bible content. Speaks about, so does the other. What Plato speaks about in his dialogues, the King James Bible speaks about the very same things. Four, they are consistent in their hidden message. In Plato's dialogues, there's a hidden message 
And in the King James Bible, there's a hidden message, and both of those messages uh, are in agreement. They both speak of the same thing. They, They both speak of the same person who is the Son of God. Okay? They share some of the same proper names. Uh, five, both dialogues and King James Bible content uh, speak to and about the Lord God, capital L, lowercase O-R-D, and that language is consistent. In his apology, Plato says to the son, I wish that you will be as exact as you can. In his dialogue, Gorgeous, Plato asks the son, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart, what are we to call you? In the King James Bible, Plato asked Mr. Hart to reveal his identity uh, and in, in Gorgeous, Plato says to the son, the man, Tommy L. Hart, answer me. The Bible says that to the man, Tommy L. Hart, answer me. Both say the same thing. In the King James Bible, Plato gives the son that same imperative, answer me. The King James Bible interrogates the son, is obvious in this book. In Gorgeous, Plato says to the son, you are interrogated by me. Let me read that again. The King James Bible interrogates the son, is obvious in this book. In Gorgeous, Plato says to the son, you are interrogated by me. The me here is Lord Allcaps, under the name Plato. In Gorgeous, Plato says to the son, look at the matter. The King James Bible in Isaiah 29 verse 12 says to the son, read this, I pray thee. And it says in Ecclesiastes 7, verse 13 to the son, consider the work of God. Gorgeous saying to the son the same thing the King James Bible says to the son. And Gorgeous, Plato says to the son, I have your interest in view as well as my own. Speaking to the son in Genesis 16, verse 13, the King James Bible says, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? In Gorgeous, Plato asks the son, What is your business? The King James Bible in Genesis 47, verse 3 asks the son, Is your occupation? Those are examples of how the dialogues and King James Bible content work together. The King James Bible says all things work together for good. Uh, Plato, uh, Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content work together for good. The Psalms analysis, as I read on, says these two, Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content belong together. Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content on the basis of the analysis and, like birds of a feather, go together. They belong together. And if you can recall, 
uh, it is Plato who has who who has first said the statement, uh, "Birds of a feather flock together." Okay, that comes from Plato. Okay, uh, they belong together. It is so real. The King James Bible is no different in its nature and essence from that of Plato's dialogues. There is a strong, close, and visible relation between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. But what does that mean? It means that what you do with one, you can also properly do with the other. We're speaking about Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. Like in church, I'm reading, if you use the King James Bible in church, you can also use the dialogues in church. The dialogues and King James Bible content are made of the same stuff, and that is evidence things which I have uh, read uh, just moments ago. And both come from the same source, King James Bible content, and Plato's dialogues. Both come from the same source. That is what the game changer looks like. Mr. Hart has said for a long time that the King James Bible is not a religious book, and his revelation really proves the point. What is his revelation? His revelation is that King James, there is found to be a close, strong, and visible relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. Whatever nature men ascribe to Plato's dialogues, they should ascribe the same to King James Bible content. The analysis cannot be rebutted. It is definitive. There is a strong, close, and visible relation between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. Consider the interaction between the dialogue and King James Bible content. Well, I just moments ago pointed out some uh, interactions of the two have uh, to each other and with each other. The dialogues in King James Bible connection is sure. Mark 10, verse 9, what God the Son hath joined together, let not man put asunder. Those gorgeous Plato says of the son, if ever there was a man who entered on the discussion of a matter from a pure love of knowing the truth. Wow. The King James Bible, John 4.38 says to the son, other men labored and ye are entered into their labors. There's a relationship between those two statements. The one by Plato and Gorgias and the one by King James Bible content in John 4.38. Two, in Gorgias, Plato says to the son, develop your own views in your own way. Revelation 1 verse 11 says to the son, what thou seest, write in a book. And in verse 19 of the same, it is written, write the things which thou hast seen and the things which are. So uh, even in Plato's dialogues, uh, Plato, and I've told you what Plato is, okay? Uh, 
not in this episode, but in pre- preceding episodes, uh, that's why you have Law Master Archive. You can always go up, go, go there, and uh, look matters up, okay, to get all the details. In Gorgeous, number three, Plato says to the sun, he, or about the sun, he has powers which are more than a match, either for friend or enemy. Psalm 147 verse 5 says of the sun, his understanding is infinite. 1 Corinthians 14.2 says of the sun, no man, the sun, understandeth him, Lord all caps, the father. In Gorgias, Plato says of the Son, he knows the truth of these things. John 21, verse 16 says to the Son, Yea, yea Lord, thou knowest, thou knowest all things. Five. In Gorgias, Plato says to the Son, Learn of me these things. In Matthew eleven twenty nine. Plato says to the son, learn of me. You can see the easily see the relatedness of what Plato says in his dialogues and that which uh, Plato says in King James Bible content. Six, in Gorgias, Plato says to the son, here are you who should raise us up. 2 Corinthians 4.14 says to the Son, raise us up, or raise up us. These things are in tight and close agreement and harmony. 7. In gorgeous, Plato says to the Son, you may do what you please. 1 Samuel 3.18, Plato says to the people, let him, the Lord, the Son of God, do what seemeth him good. Eight, in gorgeous, Plato says to the son, I will ask, and do you answer me? I will ask, and do you answer me? Gorgeous. Jeremiah 33, verse 3 gives answer for the son. I will answer thee. Uh, Second, Second Chronicles 25, verse 2 says, and he, the son, did. Did what? He answered the father. Nine, in Plato's Apology, Plato says to the Son, be upon your guard and not to let yourselves be deceived. Mark 13, verse 37 says, and what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. Watch. Galatians 6, verse 7 says, be not deceived. Ten, in apology, Plato says to the son, hear from me the whole truth. Genesis 4.23, Plato says to the son, hear my voice. First Kings 22, verse 16, Plato says, I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of Lord Altaps. Eleven, in apology, Plato says to the son, I would have you regard me 
Proverbs one twenty four says of the son, and no man regarded. Remember, no man. Remember that no man is a moniker for the Lord God the Son, a nickname for the Lord God the Son in the King James Bible. Twelve. In apology, Plato says to the Son, let the judge decide justly and the speaker speak truly. John seven twenty four says, Judge righteous judgment. Genesis eighteen twenty five asks, Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And in speaking of the truth, Plato speaking of the truth in his dialogues, uh, remember the question in the King James Bible. It asks, what is truth? Plato in his dialogues has confidence in the son that he will bring truth to light. And that is exactly what the Lord God the Son of God, the man Tommy L. Hart, has done. He has brought truth to light. Apology number 13, Plato says to the Son, Hear me. That, I think, is not an unfair request. That's what Plato says in Apology. Hear me. That, I think, is not an unfair request. Psalm 4 verse 1 says to the Son, Hear me. When I call, O God, the Father calling the Son, God, okay? And both the Apology and Apology and in the King James Bible, they both say to the Son, hear me. Apology, Plato says to the Son, speak then, you who have heard me. And Exodus 20 verse 1 says, uh, Plato says of the Son, and God spake. Apology says, speak then, and the Bible says, and God spake. Okay. Fifteen. In Apology, Plato says, and there was none to answer. Isaiah 50 verse 2 and Ephesians 2 verse 4 say, say there was none to answer but God. Sixteen. In Apology, Plato says to the Son, and from what they say of this, you will be able to judge the rest. Isaiah 47 verse 12 says to the Son, thou shalt be able. Both say the Son will be able. Or one says the Son, yeah, both say he will be able. All right, 17. In Apology, Plato says to the Son, and that is what you have seen. Jeremiah one eleven asked the son, What seest thou? Isaiah fifty nine sixteen says, The son saw that there was no man. Remember I just said about the no man character? No man in the King James Bible for the most part is a moniker given the Bible gives to the Son of God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. No man in the King James Bible does not mean none or whatever the preachers say, okay, the faith preachers. Uh, it, it, no man refers to, in the scriptures I present to you from the King James Bible, uh, to the living God, the Son of God, 
who also has the title, the Lord God, uh, with that Lord being written in the King James Bible using the capital L, lowercase O-R-D. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so I have seen that there there is no man. Where? Here. No man refers to the Son of God, the man Tommy L. Hart. So I realize that the Bible's the Son of God and to the man Tommy L. Hart and refers to him many times with the appellation no man. Uh, Philippians 4 verse 9 says Those things which ye have learned And received and heard And seen in me Do Alright 18 In apology Plato says of the son He is the man 2 Samuel 12 verse 7 Says to the son Thou art the man One says he is the man and about and the other other one confirms it, saying to the man, "Thou art the man." Nineteen, in apology, Plato says to the son, "For there must have been something strange which you have been doing. All this frame and talk about you would never have arisen if you had been like other men." So the, in in his apology, Plato says, speaking to the son, that you are not like other men. You are unlike other men or different from other men. You are unique. Let me read what Plato said again. For there must have been something strange which you have been doing. All this frame and talk about you would never have arisen if you had been like other men. Wow. Really something to say. A good thing to say about the Son of God, the man Tommy L. Hart. 20. Apology, Plato says to the Son, you will be detected. Isaiah 57, 8, King James Bible says to the Son, thou hast discovered thyself. Detected, discovered. You will be detected, and then the Bible says uh, apology, and the Bible comes back and says, you have discovered yourself. Uh, 21, in apology, Plato says of the son, why? What evil does he, 27, 23, ask of the son, why? What evil hath he done? Do you see all these likenesses between statements coming from Plato and Bible statements? I mean, it's just many, 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 many of them. Okay? Not just one or two. Many. And I did not try in this work to include all of them. No, I just, you know, gave you a sampling. This is just a sampling, and I have a few more to go. Uh, 22 In apology Plato says And this is the truth And the whole truth I have concealed Nothing Acts 2020 says I kept 
back nothing. I have concealed nothing. Uh, apology and the King James Bible, I kept back nothing. 23, in apology, Plato asked the son, will you believe me? The son's answer comes in Mark 9, 24, which says, I believe. And 2 Corinthians 4, 13, saying, I believed. The Lord God, the son, being the I. Because the father asked in apology, Will you believe me? 24. In apology, Plato says, and yet I know that this plainness of speech makes them hate me. King James Bible in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 12 says, we use great plainness of speech. Isn't that something? Both King James Bible and Plato in his apology, speaking of plainness of speech, same thing. In apology, Plato says, I shall obey God rather than you. King James Bible, Acts 5.29 says, we ought to obey God rather than men. You see the likeness of those two statements? Apology, I shall obey God rather than you. The Bible, we ought to obey God rather than men. Same thing. And 26. In apology, Plato says, the hour of departure has arrived and we go our ways, I to die and you to live. Which is better? God only knows. Second Timothy 4, verse 6, the King James Bible says, For I am ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. Second Corinthians 12, verse 2 says, God knoweth. Second Corinthians 12, verse 3 says, God knoweth. So, Therein you have in the book, the Son of God was here with men on earth, 26 examples showing the likeness of statements uh, and that the two have the same nature, the two being uh, Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. These things show that they speak of the same themes. They speak to the same individual. Plato in his dialogue speaks to uh, the Son of God, who is found to be the man, Tamil Hart, and King James Bible speaks to the Son of God, who is found to be King James Bible, the Son of God. The King James Bible speaks about the Son of God. Plato's dialogues have to do with the Son of God, found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. The King James Bible has to do with the Son of God, found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. Okay, I think this is a good place to stop. Let's see. Well, let's go to the end of this.
King James Bible statements on the works of the Lord, all caps, in parentheses, beside Lord, all caps, I have Plato, former Israelite gods. Uh, Lord, all caps, is a representation of Plato, number one. Lord, all caps, is a representation of the former Israelite gods. Uh, one, Psalm 107, verse 24, these see the works of Lord, all caps, and his wonders in the deep. Uh, Psalm 105, verse 5, remember his marvelous works that he hath done. These things about are about Plato. They are about Lord, all caps. They are about the former Israelite. Remember his works, his marvelous works that he hath done. Psalm 66, verse 5, come and see the works of God. I can ask you to go and see and hear the works of God in Lawmaster Archive. I can ask you to come uh, to uh, Lawmaster Archive and see the wonderful works of God there. Uh, you know, you will hear them. Okay, come hear the works of God. And also you can do the same thing. Uh, with uh, my books on Amazon dot dot com, you can go there and see the uh, wonderful works of God the Son. Okay, which has to do with uh, Lord All Caps, the Father, former Israelite gods, having the appellation Plato. All right, come and see the works of God. Luke two verse forty nine. I, the son, must be about my father's business. A statement speaking, uh, having to do with the son and the father. I, the son, must be about my father's business. Father father there uh, refers to, is a reference to the Israelite, former Israelite gods. Right? And you should know that by now. Okay, I think I've said it enough that the term Plato refers to and is a representation of the former Israelite gods before uh, the Gentile invasion into the land of the black people, the land of the Israelites and all. All right? John 9, verse 4, I, the Son of God, must work the works of him, the Father, that sent me. Psalm 111, verse 2. The works of the Lord, all caps, are great. All the works of the Father, the works of the Father, are great. What works? What are we talking about when we speak about the works and the business, the works of the Father, the uh, business of the Father and all? We're talking about uh, Plato's dialogues. Those things falling under Plato's dialogues. That's what that's what these things are talking about. That's what these scriptures are talking about. And the man Tommy L. Hart has been involved in them. The works of the Lord all caps are great. Psalm eleven verse three. His work is honorable and glorious. Psalm one eleven verse four. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. Now okay, just let me read nine. Psalm one oh six verse two. Who can utter his mighty acts? Psalm 118, verse 17. Okay, let me let me respond to that. Who can utter his mighty acts? Well, mighty acts like what? 
Well, might he act like uh, uh, gorgeous? Might he act like symposium? All right? To give you an, a, a, a good view of what we're talking about, good understanding of what we're talking about, these things have to do with the works of the Father, which are the works of Plato, which are the works of uh, the former Israelite gods. So then Plato is not one single individual, okay? Because remember, Plato represents is a representation of former the former Israelite gods. Okay, let's move on. Psalm one eighteen verse seventeen. Declare the works of the Lord. Well, so I have in parenthesis Sophists, Protagoras, uh, Parmenides, and Statesman. I just declare some of the works of Lord all caps. Psalm 139, verse 14. Marvelous are thy works. And so I put Pology and I put Phaedo. You may say Phaedo or Phaedo, okay? Marvelous are thy works. Those are marvelous works, the Bible says. First Chronicles 29, verse 1. The work of Plato's symposium is great. Okay? I put in the symposium, okay? Because the statement says in the Bible, the work is great. What work? Well, these statements are speaking of works done by Plato. So I put in, I said, the work of Plato's symposium is great. Job 34, verse 19, they are the works of his hands. Let's name those some of those constituting the they. They, like Theotitus, Mino, and Timaeus are the works of his Plato's hands, the former God's hands. Exodus 34, verse 10. See Phaedo, or Phaedo, the work of Lord all caps. 15. Symposium and Republic. O Lord all caps, how great are thy works. I put Symposium and Republic. Psalm 104, 24. O Lord, all caps, how manifold are thy works. Plato's Republic has traditionally been published in ten books, probably from its having been so divided into ten books in its manuscript form. And I got that from online. Uh, Psalm 107, verse 31. O that men would praise Lord, all caps, for his goodness and for his wonderful works, such as laws, theatetus, Crito, Timaeus, and the Republic to the children of men. Nehemiah 4.19, the work Republic is large and great. The Bible simply says the work is large and great. Okay, Ecclesiastes 11, verse 5, the works of God who maketh all things, such as, I added these, uh, Crito, Mino, Republic, Symposium, Timaeus. Okay. Here are some of Lord Allcap's mighty acts. Apology, Timaeus, Republic, Crito, Theotetus, Laws, and Gorgias. Some of Lord Allcap's King James Bible work of the law. The work of all things. The work of Lord Allcap's and the Lord God the Son. The work of the Gentiles' conspiracy and invasion into the land of black people. The work of the Son's identity 
the work of laws, Lord all caps, covenant of peace, the work of the predictions, promises, and expectations of the Son of God, his work of questions and commandments, and the work of what is truth. There we have it. We'll stop at this point, bottom of page 36, and pick up at the beginning of page uh, 37, uh, maybe maybe the next time. All right? Good reading, good knowledge. Good. These things make for good reading, good knowledge, good understanding, understanding of Lord all caps, understanding of the works of the Father, uh, uh, knowing who and what the term Lord all caps is and what it represents, what it stands for, knowing about no man, what it means, what it refers to. These things increase learning. These things increase uh, increase the knowledge of God, the knowledge of King James Bible content, and even the knowledge uh, of Plato's dialogues. This is really something. Knowledge has been advanced by the Son of God, the Lord God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. The Bible itself says, knowledge shall be increased, and that has come to pass through the work of the man, Tommy L. Hart, uh, who the Bible uh, says is the man, is the Son of God, is the Lord God, capital L, lowercase O-R-D. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Always make Lomas Archive your dwelling place, and do go to Amazon.com and order from my great list of books there. Join me next time.